0: Welcome to REA Radio. Enjoy the vibes. Yo, 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 yo. Fresh episode R E A Radio. Uh, what's good,
1: uh, yo, Entrophy? What's good? What's good?
0: <laughs> My name is Eric. I'm here with a special guest. We are doing a it's, I want to call this a crossover episode between R E A and Entropy, Sorry, <laughs> I'm a novice. Yeah, you're you novice. Know. You're <laughs> novice. So I'm with I'm here with Jermaine. We just literally met for the first time, chopping up a little bit. So uh, in case these are the people's first time hearing about you, let we'll to know who you are, what you do, and uh, what's the podcast.
1: Yeah, that's cool, yo. Uh, Jermaine Fisher Phillips, you know, out of Chicago, Illinois. Um, you know, really appreciate everyone taking the time to, you know, take a a little bit of a listen here, a little bit of background about myself is I'm Entrefeed, right? We are Entrefeed. Essentially what Entrefeed is it's a community for entrepreneurs. You know, what I do is I reach out to entrepreneurs in different industry groups. Um, you know, starting at, you know, artists. My second industry was fitness, third industry was photography, industry right now is artists. The the entire premise behind Entrefeed is to take different entrepreneur tags. Um, and put them to de- together as a conglomerate, um, as in the one entrepreneur spirit. So it's more so of a community aspect.
0: Okay. So basically entrepreneur, you, you have a spirit of entrepreneur, you have a spirit for working out, a spirit for doing camera work. So you're going to combine all three down the line? and know you focus focusing on entrepreneurs right now. Man,
1: there's, there's so many categories. Um, but at the end of the day, an entrepreneur is an entrepreneur. Yep. You know, they come from the same root, whatever that different leaf is you know, the premise behind, you know, their actual attributes um, that make them an actual entrepreneur is so universal. And that's something that I found out throughout my process. But yeah. So what made you want to get into doing this? Man, um, that's such a good question. So I'm from Connecticut, New York area originally. Um, and you go to New York, New York is very together, right? It's a very diverse culture. You'll see different types of individuals in whatever place you go. But then I got to Chicago, right? Beautiful city, I love Chicago. You know, Fell in love with it you know, relatively quickly. It's just, everything was very segmented. Mm. Everything was extremely segmented and that bothered me. So when I see a problem, naturally, it's like I'm, I wanna figure out a way to solve it, but at the same time, make it a very motivating aspect. So from my perspective, I thought entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs are motivating individuals. Um, you know, whatever they say, if they're a true bred, um, it makes sense. And even people that aren't entrepreneurs, I know, slide a little bit. People that aren't entrepreneurs, um, you know, get something out of it. So marry the two concepts: uh, marry entrepreneurship and this problem of um, stagnant lines throughout Chicago, and thus came Entropy, the community for entrepreneurs. So how long have you been living in Chicago? I've only been here for a year, and you notice that right away
0: that it's like uh honestly that's this issue of being segregated, basically where you're seeing certain
1: things yeah man, um and, and it it bothers me it it bothers me so much, um you know so i'm in I'm in Lincoln Park, lakeview area, and it's the same people everywhere, yeah, you know, I love all people um, but at the same time, you know open your eyes and you'll see that there's one type of individual there. And most of the time where I see somebody of my color, you know, African American, they're usually an older dude, um, who doesn't have themselves put together in that area. And it's like when I say don't put together I mean like people like speaking to themselves and, you know, um, you know, obviously have a little bit of problems and I don't like seeing that. Um, especially in those areas. Um, I just don't like the idea of segmentation, you know. And that's just kind of baseline for me.
0: Yeah. I mean, me living here my whole life, I mean, I didn't realize that until I really experienced all of Chicago. Because going up on the west side, you're seeing that, and you get used to it. But then once you experience going downtown, up north, and you're seeing all these other opportunities, Mm -hmm. it's like, why isn't this here? And it's like, okay, this is what they mean by segregating. And just. That's not a community here. There's certain communities, but it's not really inclusive to everybody. Exactly. And that really needs to change. But that starts, like you said, from the higher-ups, from people with a position who can make those changes happen and really giving back to those people and let them know you can be like this, too. You can be an entrepreneur, too. You don't have mm. to be a worker. Everybody's not meant to be an entrepreneur, but everybody also is not meant to just be a worker. A lot yeah. of people have ideas, and they just don't have the confidence to really go forth and take it to that next level and really push forward with that or have someone in their life to push them
1: to like, all right, man, I like this. You need yeah. to keep going with it. I feel you. Um, you know, 100%, man. And the thing that I realize is, you know, Entrafeed or just entrepreneurs in general, the, the entire premise around it is, is not to see that, right? Um, you know, I've been in, the, in rooms with different races and ethnicities despite the geographic I was in in Chicago. And me, we, we hit it off. Like, we did well. And that's what I love about entrepreneurs despite of what industry group they're in, despite of, you know, what geographic they're in, despite of what, even what age they're, they're at right now, um, there's always ways in which, you know, they can get off of each other and, you know, really, you know, complement each other yeah. and, and do better from each other, so.
0: One thing about me I will honestly say is I don't even look at myself as an entrepreneur, even though I do a lot, I have a lot of businesses and working on business stuff. I barely look at myself as a creative, but entrepreneur, that's a whole different thing because that's I, f- I always feel like that's a whole different level when it comes to learning business and understanding business and understanding how to make money for yourself and how to continuously make that money to where you can build and have people around you that can really like take that to the next level and just you know have a payroll and you just not have to do so much as the ceo of that company so Mm -hmm. it's something i'm still trying to learn and um figure out but at the same time i love being like my own boss even though i don't do it (laughs) full time yet
1: yeah i mean i feel you man and I would not even consider myself an entrepreneur, either. I think of myself much like you, man. I'm an intermediary, mm-hmm. you know, spreading a message in which people can connect to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> really, not trying to monetize anything like crazy mm-hmm. right now. Of course, there's you know there's money moves. No yeah. matter what you do, right? Um, but man, I'm, a, I'm an intermediary. You know, I consider myself a bridge, um, and I like to keep that tag. And you know, a lot of the times is you know, I ask myself, you know, when am I going to become an entrepreneur? when do I constitute myself as an entrepreneur? It's like, mm, it's it's the difference between going to a boxing gym and sparring and actually Mm. being in a bout fight, right? A a fight. Like anybody can go out and spar and be like, ah, brush a sweat off, put their headgear on, but they really don't know what it's like until they actually get into that fight. So I'll consider myself a true-bred entrepreneur um, once I get into that fight, right? Okay. You know, once I'm on that stage, once the person in front of me or the, the endeavors in front of me is ones worth fighting for, right? You know what I mean? And, and it's worth fighting for now. But, you know, you catch my, grit, my yeah, drift there. Yeah,
0: definitely. I definitely do. I mean, I, I think I'm in that same boat. You know, I've had so many, not so many, but I've had different businesses. Where It's like we're slowly getting into in, in place. And then once we get into place, it's like a pause button between myself and who I'm working with. It's like, all right, are we really sure we want to do this? Are we doing the right steps here? How mm-hmm. are we going to start making income coming in? I'm the type of person, like, I feel like, honestly, when the money comes in, it's going to come in. I'm not really focusing on getting the money to come in right away. Obviously... In America, capitalism—you gotta have mm-hmm. money to really grow. Yeah, but yeah, at the yeah, same time, yeah. 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 But at the same time, I'm not really like driven by that. I'm mm. more driven by just honestly being creative and honestly building the structure and a team and a community of like-minded people around me who obviously have the same goal and then not really focusing on money, but just you
1: know making a impact. Yeah, that's really my biggest thing. <laughs> God, yo, that's that's one of my favorite words in the world. Impact. <laughs> yo, impact is one of my favorite. Yo, I do not give a fuck about money. It's really about the impact Mm -hmm. it's really about whatever you're exuding to the world um in a lot of the cases whatever that impact that you want to make in the world will turn you into an entrepreneur in the future it's just an absolute process it's patience you know i i would lie to you if i haven't tried to you know really create a tool in which was super monetizable right now of course you know i'm gonna you know get my endeavors in right um but sometimes i have to tell myself wait okay your baseline is impact Stick with that baseline. At some point, once you can incorporate it to a monetizable, scalable level, then it will be that. Mm-hmm. But that takes time. Yep. Um, and then sometimes I have to be like, "Yo, slow my roll, Jermaine. You just started this. You just started this endeavor in, in November. You know, keep the course. Keep what you're doing right now. Of course, expand on it. You know, do your events. You know, keep creative with what you're doing right now. But at the same time." So your roll on the money aspect, man. You're making an impact. The amount of times that someone has slid into my DMs and, you know, just gave me positive messaging around, you know, what Entrefeed messaging is doing for them, mm-hmm. that's it right there. That's all I need. Um, but, yeah, I would love to hear your perspective on that, man.
0: I mean, it's similar to yours. Uh, when I started doing a podcast or when I would tell people I would like to do about it, the first thing i say is, yeah, man, it takes about – Maybe two, three years. Like, man, you just gotta stick it out, man. It's not gonna be easy. You're not gonna get those numbers, right? I'm like, I'm not, I'm not anticipating like being crazy successful with it, but it's yeah. something I want to do. I'm passionate about. it. I'm gonna keep doing it. And, if I keep wanting to keep doing it, I'm it's gonna grow because somebody's gonna hear this and they're gonna relate to it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. again, it's I'm always big on impact. Like I don't care about numbers, I don't care about monetization, it's all about impact. If somebody coming in and they're gonna say, Hey man, I heard what you said and that missed something to me and I agree with everything you said, and yeah. now I'm gonna go forward with this here, and like that's all I care about. I if I can you. if I can impact one person to change their life and they do something totally different from what they directly would do and it makes them better at that. So be it. That's that's, f- that's really
1: what I want to do. That's fact. So, so we spoke a little bit about mon- money for the pe- for the for the camera as well. You we spoke a little bit about money and how you know more so the impact of what you're exuding out to you know people is the bi- the biggest you know factor. Um, yo, sometimes you you need money for your options, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so what I like to think of and something that I'm trying to figure out myself is figuring out the common ground between. You know the necessity of money, but at the same time, not staying too money focused, but at the same time, trying to create that impact. Yeah, as well. yeah, the formula is so hard, bro. <laughs> so hard because once you get mad money, it's like some people focus on the money, and yep. lose the impact, yeah, and then the impact comes in at some points. Mad, mad, mad impact, but able to make impact more scalable. You need a little bit more funding to do a B and C, right? And then you get that funding, and then you get the money, and then Um, you focus on the, and it's, it's a, it's a circle. Mm -hmm. So in me personally, I haven't, you know, gotten a bunch of money to, you know, feel that, okay, money, 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 money's in my mind. I haven't, that hasn't happened for me. Um, but I'm really curious to see what that's going to look like. But, you know, I know from the jump, even if I don't have money right now, (laughs) I'm going to try to work and be very self-conscious to not focus on that money regardless, even when it does come in. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, you know, me personally, you know, speaking to Entrefeed and speaking to what's uh, R.E.A. R.E.A. and yes. speaking to R.E.A. as well. It's like, yo, you know, money's important. That shit opens up doors. That shit opens up options. But shit, it's toxic sometimes, and it takes you away from the baseline goal most mm-hmm. of the time. I mean, once you get it, uh, I don't
0: know, people. That's the same. Money changes you. My thing is, I don't think money changes you. It kind of exposes you for who you really are. At the same time, at the whole time, like expose you for that. I'm so saying. once you get it, you kind of see who you really are. You try to see the true character you have, because are you gonna stay that same person? That's you know low key, that's uh, humble, that's not gonna let it consume you. You're just gonna say, man, I got what I needed. I'm good. I'm out, like, forget yeah, everybody yeah. else. I'm out. Deuces. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I got this bag. I'm gonna get some more. I ain't worried about y'all. Yeah, exactly. get your own.
1: Get your own. <laughs> exactly, yo. Fuck. Because loving money is sh- like don't do that shit. Like. Do what you want, right? This is me speaking to me, me speaking to mm-hmm. Eric, whatever. For me, I I will never have a love for money. Um, you know the most that will happen, and I'll try to cut it, cut that shit out as soon as possible. Maybe a lust, and I'll be like, all right, you know, open your eyes. I'll yeah, be, never let that shit consume you. But but at the same time, yo, I like money. <laughs> like I like money. I fuck with money. Like I said, it opens up a lot of options. It does. You can do A, B, C, and D and go all the way to the alphabet to Z if you have enough money. Um, But it's not never my motive. Um, But cool, man. So how, in a perfect world, right now, business model. Mm -hmm. If you can create a monetizable business model and put it on a piece of paper (laughs) right now and speak to investors and launch it, what would that business model be and why? Business model... Me on the spot with you. Yeah, this I'm one. sorry. That was a big one. That was a huge That was, like, that was a hyena voice. <laughs> <boy.
0: laughs> and it's just a really good one. Someone's gonna steal it.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, like hey,
0: patent. Write it down. I am. I mean, I am. I'm in the process of patenting some things anyway, so I might as well write it yeah. down. But I mean, biggest thing, I mean, I just want this to be like a big creative hub. Like, I want to have a bunch of like minded, but at the same time, different creators who think differently outside the box. One of my Old sayings was always think outside the box because, I mean, I feel like we always are programmed to think a certain way, to feel a certain way, to do a certain thing, mm-hmm. certain multiple times. Like, you have to work to get to this level. Like, instead of saying, uh, how should I put this? Instead of saying, you, if you work to get to this level, you can own your own. Instead mm-hmm. of, you, if they say that, just work, 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 don't worry about owning your own stuff. Like, work to get that car that you're paying 20 times for this car. Instead of just saying, okay, let me put some more, save some money. Let me buy the car outright, cash up, and I don't gotta do the car note. Mm. Like, if they living in an apartment for fucking five ten years, let me just figure out how I can actually buy the damn apartment, rent it out, and then just have someone else come in, just make some money on that end. Like, honestly, the the mindset of an owner. So, Basically, yeah. so but back to the business model. Uh, just somewhere where I want a creative hub, different like-minded people to come in that and, and really be themselves and just make a difference in the world creatively. Like there's so many different things and so many different ideas that I have and other people have that sometimes I feel like hasn't been really expressed or exposed yet. Mm-hmm. So if we can really come together and connect and really, whether it's entrepreneurs, whether it's tech uh, guys, whether it's just whoever it is, visual artists, musical artists just anybody that's branching all together. And that's why I want REA to be, like, a branch of all of that. Like, I have a love for music, but also I also have a love for visual art. I have a love for technology. And I have a love for all those different different aspects of art, even dance, mm-hmm. even a uh, dealer, like, all that stuff. Like, how can we really figure out how we can all connect those dots and really work together. And being in Chicago, all that stuff is happening, but it's not really at the line. It's not at the big time level yet. Yeah. Some of it is, but a lot of it isn't. And it's like it's bubbling along the lines, but it's not nowhere near where like a New York or LA is based is at. Yeah. So that was one of my initial goals too, was, like to help put the art form in the same line in Chicago, in the same light as how like it is in New York and how it is in LA. Like we have a very architectural landscape, but that's only one side of it that people like to come and see. There's a whole other side that's building and bubbling up with a lot of different like minded people doing amazing things that a lot of people may not recognize. And it may be also because they're of, of color mm-hmm. that people may not want to give them the recognition for that. Mm-hmm. And there's a certain line of you got a network or politic where you got to play the game. Well, politic
1: and play the game. Play the game.
0: You want to get in here? You want to gain these doors? You got to play the game. I and that's something I, I never that. wanted to do. I respect that, ever. So it's like if you don't see my vision just off of me what I'm doing, and then when I talk to you about it, then I'm not I'm not here to play that game. Like I will make it on my own. It may I may not make as much as I'm supposed to make, but I'm gonna be happy with I have, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna make it regardless. Mm-hmm. Like you're not gonna stop me. I feel that. So how about yourself? Yeah. If you had to
1: have a, the perfect <laughs> business model about what you want to do. Well. Wow, man, you um, know um, from atrophied right? The yeah. entire premise around it is to take different entrepreneurs and put them in the same room very similar what you did right now um, but subbing that with an actual physical location is uh, is, is always great yeah so. Business model in sixty seconds. <laughs> so I envision um, having an actual physical community for entrepreneurs, sub to something that's very similar to a WeWork type style. Okay. Right, you have a very free aspect where people can come in. Right, they can share their ideas, spread it, create a community, but at the same time, money moves. Right, creates options so you can do a little bit more for that other free aspect. Right. Um, have these startups, right, specifically tech startups, specifically cyber startups, specifically business consulting startups in the same exact room um, to, you know, sub out um, the location for a monetary amount, right, opens up options. But what much of these models are missing um, is something that's more value added. Um, very big on marketing, very big on media, very big on services, right? So if there's a service in which I can provide not only these <coughs> independent entrepreneurs, but also the people that are subbing out the locations that as well. But not only just giving it to them, outsourcing it to other locations as well. So in a nutshell, an actual physical location for entrepreneurs in conjunction with a incubator in which people can, um, small businesses, business startups can run out their locations in conjunction with um, a marketing aspect. Okay. That was probably the longest sixty seconds. Well I, I <laughs> get the I get the point. That's that's
0: pretty dope. With that location, I'm gonna be in New York or would you wanna do it in
1: different places now? Um that's a good that's a good start. Um we would say we say Chicago. It's a good spot. I mean I think the market's pretty saturated in terms of people that have something very similar to that, but there's nothing wrong with it. a little bit of no competition. Um, I would sway away from New York. Um, the reason being is that New York is creating New York cups on the outside. That is not as saturated as New York. Mm. So there's a bunch of mini New Yorks outside of New York. <laughs> um, so I would say Stanford, Connecticut oh. is a spot where I would do that. Yep. That's, uh, isn't that what ESPN is based, out of? ESPN has been in Berlin. Oh,
0: okay, Oh, Bristol, actually. Bristol. Bristol, Bristol. Oh, not there. Bristol. Shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: not Berlin. Bristol. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's oh, the idea. Okay. That's
0: that's one of many ideas. No matter what though, it takes time, it's not gonna be an overnight success unless mm-hmm. you just know how to go viral with something. And mm-hmm. it's just like that's luck too. Like you gotta have the time the timing of everything gotta be right. You gotta have a little bit of luck, but also that work gotta pay off. And then once that comes in, you gotta be prepared for when, you know, that money flow comes in, you just gotta be ready for it take it to the next level. That's when
1: again, that's when you find out who you really are. Yeah, I feel that. Um and, you know, all, every single, you know, entrepreneurship aside, you know, creating a business aside, you know, anything that I do, um, you know, anything that I see people succeed in, there's one attribute other than figure out what the consumer wants and staying passionate and trying to be impactful that they have that really pushed them over the line, and that's being confident. Um, confidence is, is it's so key. Um, me, personally, even in situations where I'm just not confident at all, I'm going to exude a sense of confidence but i'm not
0: you have to i mean i'm i'm a big basketball fan uh so i love like when a game was like down to the last second so you, everybody's talking about who's going to get the shot It's going to get the shot like the person with the the person who has the most confidence they can make yeah. the shot's going to get the shot because they feel like they practiced this their whole life so they're going to get it that is. and they're going to go it may not go in but they still going to go for it it's
1: so. a mind game too yeah. like for example <clears throat> I was a football player in college, right? So I I came off the edge of the line a lot of the times. I was meeting big-ass tackles right mm-hmm. in the face, right? Yeah. Um, I remember one particular game, first snap of the game, this this team was just the best team in the nation at the time for the division we were in. And he was huge, like two times my fucking size. And I was like, all right, well, not really feeling confident about headbutting this dude, but I'm going to do the thing. So I was, I was talking shit, <laughs> Before the first nap, I was talking shit and I exuded a sense of confidence mm-hmm. you know in that. And even from that, even though maybe I didn't win the battle, um, you know, I definitely earned a sense of respect from that. And I think that a lot of confidence, even not even faking it, right? You know, convincing yourself that it's yeah, real exactly, confidence yeah. is it's it's so important, man. I it mean we gotta we gotta do that
0: sometimes. Like even if we like, man, I don't know if we can do this, I don't know if I can do it, like, nah, man, fuck it, do it. But isn't that isn't that like Entrepreneurs. Isn't that entrepreneurship though? It is. You Isn't gotta take it? that risk. You gotta take that chance. Like who else is gonna stop you? You're mm-hmm. stopping yourself. It's like you don't know if you can you know you don't know what you're capable of until you actually do the shit. Yeah. Deadass.
1: Is there has there ever been a point in time in which you were just not confident and you just did it and the returns were immense? I'm nah.
0: I, I'm very low-key I'm very humble I keep the same like tone face on my su- expression all the time so it was like mm-hmm. I'm just whatever so there are certain things I've done where it's like I wouldn't expect it to be exceed my expectations but it was never a man I didn't expect for it to succeed' it's always, uh, I always always everything i do everything I put forth effort into doing I always expect something back from it mm-hmm. so it's it's a surprise when I see something happens. Like, oh shit, it was better than I expected, but it wasn't like a goddamn. I didn't have no confidence this was gonna work out, and this shit worked out better. So, if it's out there and I'm doing it, I have a, I have some confidence in it. Like, I may not openly say it, but you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I, I believe in myself to the highest extent. Like, if, if I'm not, if I'm putting myself in, if I'm working this hard to do it, I mean, I'm not for the fucking just say yeah, man. I'm not. I'm not gonna. Exactly. I'm not gonna be successful at it.
1: I like playing the mind game of confidence. You know, like. <clears throat> Oh, you've had a conversation with me. I'm not a, not an asshole. I mean, some <laughs> people think I'm cocky, but I'm, like I don't think I'm cocky. I think I'm humble. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, if I'm sitting across from the table somebody where I have to assert some type of confidence, mm-hmm. I'm going to show that. Yeah, you have to gonna show that. Like I'm gonna, you know, the biggest thing about you know presentation is when you're sitting across from the table, you have to you know kind of widen up your body a little bit. So you know, I sit back in my chair a little bit. You know, I cross my legs. Like I'll. Like, I'll put my arms out like this. (sighs) I think a lot of it's the games. Um, Me, personally, (laughs) I I think that staying humble is beyond the most important aspect. But marrying the concept of being humble and being confident is is super, super important. Um, And I do that. I'm not going to lie to you. Like I'll be humble, you know, shake a hand, smile, but at the same time, and be like, "All right, here's some swagger with it too." <laughs> you know,
0: have you had, do you think you've intimidated anybody before? Yes, with, intentionally,
1: unintentionally. Unintentionally. I'll never intentionally try to intimidate somebody okay. ever. Is it just because
0: <laughs> of just your size, nature, or just how you are, like the way you are? Like you, you, you have a lot of energy. You, you're yeah, you're yeah. extroverted, so yeah,
1: ton of energy. So it's like, yeah, but whoa, 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 yeah, yeah. I mean, I get, <clears throat> and me and my girlfriend, we talk about this all the time. She's like, Jermaine, you're intimidating. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm like, no. It, it, supposedly, I, it's not intentional. Um, but again, if I need to exude some type of dominance in a room, like, I will do so. Okay. Like, if I'm trying to pitch somebody an idea, pitch right. somebody a message, pitch somebody, you know, s- like, from a sales perspective, maybe when I'm being a broker back back at where I'm at right now, right. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, and I think it's very important, and going back to the entire race thing, you know, as an African-American, <coughs> Um, a lot of the times you do have to set yourself apart a little bit and say, all right, you know, I'm the man in the room right now. You're like, I'm not I'm not beneath you at all. Right. And, you know, let's not get it twisted. You know, here I am. And and that's that's kind of my demeanor, yeah. right? You know, grew up as a football player. That was your demeanor every single day, right? You learn so much about humbleness. You learn so much about being a good individual. But as soon as you step on that field, as soon as you look somebody else in the face, you say, I'm here. Yeah. Speaking of my experience, I come in a little differently. I didn't play sports,
0: but just growing up, like I said, on the west side of Chicago, it, it's not the best area. You're around gangs, you're around people that could be violent. Mm-hmm. I didn't experience none of that. I was actually very fortunate to, Like I'm good with everybody out there, still am to this day. But I have this mentality of, like, I've come from, like, I don't want to see the bottom, but I've come from a certain area. A lot of these people that I'm working with don't even know anything about. So they, I'm not terrified of this, this regular. Random stuff like mm-hmm. doing, the, starting a business. I don't care about. It. I mean, what the fuck I'm gonna be scared of? Like, I I feel like I've overcome a lot. Like being from where I come from and making it past twenty five. People look at that as an accomplishment. Accomplishment. Like, shit. What the fuck else I got to prove? Like, I mean, you may think I'm being confident and brashy. I'm just like shit. Coming from where I come from, like I don't got. I don't know what else to do. What's the narrative? Like, I'm trying to be straight and narrow. Here. I'm not trying to be in jail. Mm-hmm. So it's just. If you think I'm being confident about something, I'm just showing you who, who I really am. Yeah. And that'd be time for not gonna just openly express myself and talk and say, pitch an idea and everybody will be like, Man, that's a good idea. Like of course it is. Like yeah. I know
1: I know what I'm capable of doing. Exactly. <laughs> like I can run this motherfucker if I want to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you and know. That's that. the thing. Like I never go out my way and, and try to to prove my confidence to somebody else by telling them random bullshit. Like if yeah. it's if it's a good time to talk and say something then. Right, I'll say yeah, like I'm
0: the same like way. Like, I, I keep a lot of stuff to myself unless it's somebody that's asking me something. But usually, I just keep to myself on mm-hmm. that because, like, I'm here to do something. And that's it. Like, even with my own business, it's like I have these different ideas by like being inclusive, like hearing you know, other people's imp- influences and thoughts on things to make sure we're on the same page mm-hmm. and make sure I'm just not crazy. Because sometimes we think about certain things so much, you kind of overthinking and then you start questioning yourself about mm-hmm. is this really what I want to do? Is this what I want to do? Like. Consistently, So let me ask you this. Like, what you doing this? Does that ever been a point where you, like, felt a burnout
1: or at least wanted to take a break from it for a minute? Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, yes. All the time, man. I'll tell you right now, last month was, it's beyond the busiest month of the year with mm-hmm. work. And I was drained, bro. Like, I was drained. I was, I was all over the place. You know, I had so many accounts that I had to deal with. Um, you know, I have a lot of projects that I'm, you know, in on. And, dude, I was burned out to the point where um, I wouldn't say Entrepid had to take the back burner, but I had to put a lot more of my focus on my work. You know, I focus on my work 100 percent. No matter what I do, um, you know, I'll never let what I'm doing right now take away from my profession. Yeah. Um, But it was 150 percent. And, you know, I took away a little bit from Entrepid. And to me, that was a little disappointing. Right. Um, It's not something I really wanted to do. But yeah, man, you get burned out. You know, I'll, the biggest thing when I get burned out, it's like white flag. Like I admit, like I'm burned out. I'm pretty bad at it, to be honest with you. Admitting what I'm, when I'm tired and stressed. And a lot of the times, um, you know, somebody may have to tell me something, right? Um, but yeah, burnout. So that what happens? D-
0: so when you when you do know that and you admit it, like you burn out, what do you do? Like to get back to like recharge Ooh, the battery? I'm bad at
1: this. So I'm so bad at resting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah. T- yeah, <y'all laughs> I'm okay. So I am terrible at resting. Um, when I sit on a couch, it's not that I feel a sense of guilt from sitting on a couch, <laughs> it's just like, dude, I can be doing something right now. Um, I just move a lot, and I'm very bad at accepting when I have to stop moving. Mm. It is a pro and it's a con, it is, and specific times for sure, and yes. you know, I wish I, w- I can think of ways in which I can change that, but I can't. Uh, a lot of that does come from you know, my family as well, um, first-generation American. You know, my, both my mother and father were super hardworking, and a lot of the times there, were, there was never a time when I didn't see them not working, mm. and a lot of that you know, got brought to me, and I thank, thank, thank them for that. They instilled a really great sense of hard work in me, but you burn out. I don't identify it until somebody else identifies it, and when they identify it, I try my hardest to identify it. I'll say 50-50 out of uh, 50-50, I, I take actions to do something. <laughs> I mean, like, but like you said earlier, rest is really important. Like, I'm also
0: a guy who likes working. A few years ago, I was just saying, like, if I'm sitting on my couch just randomly, like, man, I should be doing something right now. Yeah. Like, there'll be times I'll be like, man, I'm not doing nothing until then and then within, like, 10 minutes, like, I have to go do something. Mm-hmm. I can't just not do anything. I got to keep doing something. Like, my mind set, my brain just keeps working. Like, no, stop being, you know, trying to rest. Mm-hmm. But at the same time now, I'm at a point where, like, I have to, like, Slow down, and rest, just, like, make sure I'm good with my body, make sure I'm good mentally because mm. I don't want to get fatigued and, and I don't want to just. quality yeah. work, too. Quality. Yeah, Right, and I feel like if I really take a break, I've noticed this, too, like, the more I often take a break when I come back to what I was focusing on, it's a lot better because I'm mentally stable now. I can focus more on it. It's like, oh, okay. Mm. But yesterday I was thinking about this aspect. Today I'm thinking about from this, it actually feels better now. Like, I used to m- do uh, music production. So uh, when I would take a break from doing that, like a day or two, the next day I'd come back and I would feel like, damn, I f- I f- this sounds a lot better and it feel like I got a lot more energy because I took a break mm-hmm. from it. So I definitely can speak on uh, taking that break. So if you recognize it, take, take it right away. So we're going to wrap this up. Uh, I know you left a lot of gems for everybody that's listening, but if there's one more thing you want to leave them just to, like, let them you know, like, hey, man, if you don't take anything from this, take this. What's that?
1: Let things, um, wow, man, that's a really good question. I ask people this question after every single one of my podcast, and I wonder why they <laughs> take <took> a second. <laughs> <laughs> but, but now no, I'm never <laughs> doing that shit to anybody again. Um, <laughs> um, Your roots. You know, I think that roots are by far the most important things. Um, I think that where you come from is who you are. At its actual core. I think roots is the most important concept as an individual. And then you think about business. I think roots in business is <laughs> as important. You know, of course, that things are going to sprout, not in the same exact manner of the roots, right? You may have a root for a flower, but that shit may dro- uh, grow into an oak tree in mm. your business, right? Um, but the roots, its core, the idea of what it is is, is the same exact thing. Um, so, no matter what you do, no matter what you create, stick to your roots, whether that be your passion, whether that be your impact model, whether that be your family, whether that be the people that are there for you from the jump, um, you got roots. Never cut that shit off. Dope. I like that. Very impactful. <laughs> impact. <laughs> um, yeah, bro. I appreciate your time, bro.
0: Anytime. So. Anytime. We, uh, hopefully, we can do more of these down the line. Where can they find you on social
1: media? Uh follow me at, Entrafeed, at Entrafeed, Ontrafeed at Ontrafeed O N T R A F E E D. Find me on uh, Instagram. That's I G, that's it for now. I G. Well, find me on Facebook too. Go ahead and like the page, excuse me. Also find me on SoundCloud, listen there to some go. of the podcasts. Sorry, bro. I'm not used to this. You are do you it. only are you available only on uh, I'm only on SoundCloud? Okay. I'm on SoundCloud. Okay. I'm trying to give SoundCloud some love. <laughs> Spotify needs some love soon, but SoundCloud still gets... SoundCloud's there.
0: Yeah, they still get some nice amount of, I think, listeners still. That's all right. It's all right. Cool, man. Yeah, I appreciate uh, your time, dude. Anytime, man. Appreciate you being on the outlet. All right, this is REA Radio.
1: Peace. This is REA
0: Radio. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the vibes. Until next time, creatives. Kettle Brand, we're on a voyage to the flavor frontier, where the vinegar zings and the jalapeno zips, knowing that the truer the flavors, the better the chips. Kettle Brand Chips, no small flavors, no small potatoes.